Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war Welcome to Nurses Out Loud, Thursday edition with Nurse Michelle. Um, As we all know, Americans have faced so many obstacles since the 2020 pandemic hit. Most Americans just trusted that if we were unfortunate enough to get COVID, we could all trust that our doctors that perhaps we'd all had for decades prior would be there for us. And that was a natural assumption. One of the harsh realities of the pandemic was when Americans learned that that this was not actually true. We were actually alone in so many ways. The first obstacle that I remember was where to find testing. And then it was, oh my goodness, where to find testing that gave results faster than a week. Because if you didn't get your results back for seven days, needless to say, you were already progressing in a disease and didn't even know if you had it or not. Once we all got our positive test, then we needed to find medical guidance to help us know how to treat this pandemic virus. Unbeknownst to American citizenry was that the American Medical Association had preemptively warned medical providers, uh, mostly by email, to not to only recommend what the public health authorities had advised. And sadly, that information coming down from the public health authorities was minimal and not helpful to Americans. In fact, to this day, if you Google CDC treatments for COVID, you will be advised of the antivirals you should ask your doctors to put you on, which are Paxlovid, Molnupiravir, and Remdesivir, um, that they are now calling by brand. They've renamed the Remdesivir. They're calling it by its brand name now, uh, Bellary, because of how much bad press Remdesivir has gotten that they tend to, they've switched the words around going by brand name versus trade name now. So thanks to many brave doctors, uh, there were protocols and guidelines published, but they were heavily censored. And um, what I had to do was I created a protocol to help people know how to use those doctors' protocols and how to take care of themselves at home. But we needed help with getting access to prescriptions and actual medical care that only doctors could provide. And people's physicians were sadly not there for them. And that was a huge hurdle to overcome. I mean, I was inundated in the thousands by my followers pleading and begging for help. Their doctors were not there for them. And they had read, they were well-read people. They were trusting that they wanted their right to try legally hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and other things that they had heard about. And in spite of um, all the censorship, they found a way. And eventually we found out about some brave people out there doing some brave things for us. And a maverick appeared on the scene and his name is Dr. Ben Marble. And he founded an organization called My Free Doctor. And he is here with me today. And I'm so happy to have him here because I think it's important that we have for history's sake, a documentation of what happened that made this one individual 
do what he did to create an organization that we're going to talk about today that has literally helped hundreds of thousands of people. So welcome, Dr. Ben Marple. Thanks for having me on the show, Michelle. Really appreciate everything you do and all your uh, heroic efforts to get the word out and help save lives. Yeah, same for you. Thank you. Um, What I am amazed about is that when we were actually as nurses just trying to educate the people what to do, there was this huge obstacle to find ivermectin, to find HCQ. That seemed to be the first thing that people felt like they needed a doctor for, but they didn't realize what also they didn't have. They didn't just not have access to those prescriptions. They didn't have access to medical care. So tell me about how this started for you, your journey into Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you uh, sort of my backstory on what led up to that and everything. In undergrad, I majored in biomedical science. I minored in chemistry and psychology. I even took an extra year of parasitology. And then I went to medical school, became an MD in 1997. I completed a three-year family practice residency in the year 2000. And then I, when I got out of my residency, I realized I preferred ER. So I worked as an ER doctor for uh, 20 years, uh, 21 years. Um, pandemic started going into 2020. Uh, you know, I had already been doing a little telemedicine on the side just to, to kind of dabble in it to see what it was all about. Late 2019, I had started doing some telemedicine on the side. And then I started reading up everything I could about COVID and trying to inform myself what would be the best treatment options. And it didn't take me long to realize, you know, I'd read one paper from Fauci in 2005, the paper on hydroxychloroquine versus SARS-CoV-1. And I had read some other articles, uh, Didier Raoult from France. Uh, he had been having some success using hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc. So March 18th of 2020, I told everybody, you know, if I get COVID, this is what I'm going to take. This is what everybody should try to take. And the simple reason why is, you know, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc are very safe. They've been around for decades. Easy, you know, hydroxychloroquine is safer than Tylenol can be taken safely in pregnancy even. So it was an easy call to me. These are, we know these drugs are super safe. They may have some benefits. So why not, you know, try to help treat people as early as possible because the gold standard for healthcare for all health problems is you always treat as early as possible. The earlier you treat something, the better the outcome the patient has. So when Dr. Death Fauci, as I call him, and the NIH and the CDC, all their guidelines were no treatment until after you're in the hospital. That was clear that this was bad medicine. This was political. This, these are not good doctors making these decisions. Uh, and so I just uh, early on chose to ignore everything they said and just start treating people. Now, the couple of things happened. March the 18th, 2020, that's the same day President Trump uh, helped, uh, went on television and he said, you know, he, he wanted doctors to practice across state lines. Um, so there was a legal change that allowed a doctor, if you're licensed in one state, that you can practice in all 50. Around the same time, I had this short dream about Jesus. Uh, Jesus told me, you need to start treating your patients for free. And I replied, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. I don't own the hospital. And uh, he said to me, well, I healed the blind for free. And that was it. I woke up. The dream was over. So it was just like a short 10, 15 second dream. And then I woke up and I thought, that's really weird. I should remember that. And so when the legal change came about that allowed us to be able to prescribe in all 50 states, suddenly I realized, hey, I can just, you know, when I'm not working in the ER, I can just do just telemedicine on the side and I'll just try to do my part to help people. And so I just started treating people for free in all 50 states. And then it started snowballing. The funny thing was at first, everybody thought, 
that it was some kind of scam. You put the words free and doctor together. Everybody thought, oh, this is some internet scam. This can't be real. Free doctor. That does, That's crazy. So, um, but over time, people started to realize, hey, this actually is real. Yeah. Me and my wife went ahead and we registered by freedoctor.com and went ahead and started asking for donations. And lo and behold, people started donating. Probably two thirds of people donate and a third can't, but it's basically a pay it forward system. So we founded myfreedoctor.com together and and um, I let her handle more of the business side and I handle the doctor side. And and then what happened was later, and uh, you know, I would go to work at the hospital. This was one of the weird things that happened was all my patients were doing great. I would send them early treatment. They would do fine. None of them went to the hospital. But then I would go to work and these doctors at work would be making fun of me. How do you know, how dare Dr. Marble, what's he doing prescribing ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine? That's, you know, that's horse medicine and all that mess. And so they basically made fun of me and ridiculed me. They mismanaged all their COVID patients, giving them all the wrong drug, giving them remdesivir. Um, and uh, then, you know, what would happen when what's happened nationwide, probably globally, is uh, if the patient complains too much, then uh, they sedate them. And then once they're sedated, then not long thereafter, their sats drop. And then they, ooh, we had to intubate them because their sats were dropping. So that's what happens. You know, they, they these basically, basically sedation protocols to sedate people because, you know, they're complaining because they wouldn't let them have visitors. They're basically holding them hostage, won't let them have any visitors. Their family can't come visit. And then if they actually start complaining, then they get sedated. And once they get sedated, sedation, make sure O2 sats drop. And then the next thing you know, they're getting intubated. So what happens when they'd have these patients, they're mismanaging, they'd, they'd either be dying and run a code or they'd want to intubate them. Who do they call? They call the ER doctor to come to come try and rescue the patient at the last minute after they've mismanaged their case all, all, all along. And so then I would get called in at the last minute trying to save these people's lives. You know, after all, they refused to give them ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and did all this, all the stuff that we know didn't work. And so that was very frustrating, very aggravating. And I really think that's how I caught COVID myself uh, was from one of those patients. And then um, I remember intubating the lady uh, and she flew out by helicopter to another facility. And then, you know, a week later on Christmas day, I get COVID Christmas day, 2020, I start having all the symptoms tested positive. So of course started the protocol myself and, uh, I thought I was doing fine. And, you know, a couple of other things happened around that time. It was December 30th, the multiple drug early treatment protocol that I, I'm a co-author on with Dr. McCullough, Dr. Zelenko, uh, Dr. Latipo, Paul Alexander, Farella, um, Dr. John Littell. There's a bunch of, there's like 57 doctors total that we all kind of work together to co-author the multiple drug early treatment protocol. I commonly call it the McCullough protocol, but you know, it's ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, prednisone, azithromycin, budesonide, colchicine, a few others. Uh, of course, the over-the-counters, the, you know, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, aspirin, uh, quercetin, uh, zinc, of course. And that was published. So I was pretty excited about that. That got published December 30th. And then the next day, December 30th, 1st, I finally got a patient in the 50th state. I had been, you know, wanting to get you know, I'd been treating people for free in all the states, and I finally got a patient in the 50th state. So that was the last day of 2020. I became the first MD to treat patients for free all 50 states while I had COVID. But I got it, you know, I was <laughs> feeling like I was getting over COVID and doing better. So a day or two later, I thought I'd be COVID and I thought I was over it. And so I stopped taking my protocol. 
big mistake. You know, doctors, we're the worst patients. Wait, so you're saying how many days did you do your protocol before you quit? I did it about six days or so. And then I was feeling so good. I thought I, was, I had beaten it. And uh, this is why I tell everybody, don't stop your protocol too early like I did, because I, I rebounded and got sicker. I had to wind up, I wound up passing out, actually, and wound up spending the night in the hospital overnight. Uh, had a syncopal episode. I got pretty sick is the bottom line, but, you know, I didn't die. And then uh, when I got better, I had to take a few weeks off work because I was so tired and fatigued. I was just like I had you know, basically, I guess you'd call it long COVID or whatever, but was very fatigued. I would climb a flight of stairs and my heart would race and my heart rate would double and get lightheaded. And so it was mid-February before it was sometime in February before I go back to work in the ER. And lo and behold, the first shift I go back, the one of the nurses, uh, I call her nurse ratchets, my nickname for her because she would, uh, she was a, like a three pack a day smoker. She was one of these people that looked 30 years older than her stated age. And she would dress like the bubble boy at work. She would put on like the whole, you know, um, you know, every cut cover, every inch of her body was something and wear like two or three masks and just gloves and gowns and all that all day long. And she was just over the top with it. So she comes at me, Hey, you know, you need to take COVID vaccine, Dr. Marvel. And I was like, uh, well, I have natural immunity now, you know, I was just out. I was off of work. I just recovered from COVID. So why would anybody think it makes sense to take the shot? You know, that's all risk, no reward. Even if the shot wasn't poison and it did actually work, it makes no sense to take a vaccine after you've already had the illness. So it was just nonsense. So I had to sign this waiver and refuse to take the shot. Now, the se second shift back, same exact thing, same exact thing happened. Nurse Ratchet comes at me again. Well, you know, there's a new variant coming. CEO says he wants all the doctors to take it. Everybody's got to take it. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I signed the waiver again. I'm not taking that, you know. So the third shift I go back, it was clear they were basically trying to push me out the door. They were insisting that I take this shot. And uh, she came at me with the, the cap off the needle, like got like a foot away from me, like she was going to stab me with her or something. I started screaming. I'm like, look, lady, you need to get away from me with that shot. Uh, I'm not taking your poison shot. And I told my friends and everybody there, I'm like, look, you know, you guys can thank Nurse Ratchet here because when I leave at six o'clock, I'm never coming back to this hospital. This is my last shift here. And that's the day I quit the broken system. I mean, that was close to a half million dollar year job that I quit. Why? Because I know the shots are poison and I'm not taking poison. I don't care. It's not worth it. If I'm dead, I can't help anybody. Well, so while, you were, people, while you're sitting, while well, you're actually in a work environment, you're a doctor, you're working with medical professionals. You're reading the data, the same data that this retired nurse is reading at home. Why are, are they not reading the data? Are they refusing to hear you talk about the data? I'm sure you were talking about it. Uh, most of them, I think they're too late. They were too lazy to read the data themselves and they just rely on, oh, the CDC says, and they just too lazy to actually do the due diligence and read, read up on it themselves. I think that's the majority of the people. I don't think most people that went along with the CDC were thinking, hey, they're going to be giving us poison. You know, that thought never crossed their mind that, you know, the big picture of the, you know, this is, you know, the big picture of what's going on with the World Economic Forum and the billionaires that are, you know, the World Economic Forum's great reset is them trying to reset the human herd. They want to call the human herd. And, you know, Bill Gates himself said, I call him Bill Gates of Hell. Uh, I guess it was 2013, he did his TED Talk where he was going to use vaccines to reduce global population by 
That makes no sense unless the vaccines are kill shots, unless they're designed to kill you on purpose. So um, let me ask you this. So prior to 2020, you feel like you were already awake to some of the world powers manipulating things, or did you feel like that wake up call and information about the things you just mentioned came to you after 2020? Well, I, I feel like I was probably awake more so than most people for, you know, one of my hobbies is I play music and write songs and stuff. And I wrote a song called Political Correctness is Communism in 2001 because um, it was obvious to me that long ago that this was all bad and going to end badly. Now we know political correctness literally gets you killed. You know, uh, George, uh, George Carlin said uh, political correctness is fascism pretending to be good manners. And he was right on the money. Uh, PC was people thought, oh, it's just good manners, just being nice, uh, you know. But it actually literally gets you. It's a political correctness is a murder suicide cult, is what it really is. It's the world's largest religion for atheists, and because the PC is the most, it's communist brainwashing. It's the exact opposite of free speech. So my argument is simple: First Amendment. Because of the First Amendment, political correctness is illegal in America. The problem is, is the PC commies are running running our government now. And we're living in occupied territory. Uh, we're, we're not living in the old America. We're living in PC commie occupied America right now. They control all three branches of the government. They control both parties. The PC police control the Republican Party and the Democrat Party. The PC rhinos like Lindsey, Mitch McConnell, uh, John Insane McCain. He, the, the PC Republicans that, that worship at the altar, altar of political correctness. They're part of the problem. They're just as bad as the Democrats. It's the PC Uniparty and PC. It, it, they control the obviously dementia Joe. So what? Let's recap what happened. 2020, they unleashed the two bioterror weapons, the COVID-19 Frankenstein gain of function man-made virus, and then the uh, fake COVID-19 fake vaccines. Then they used cyber terrorism to hack the presidential election to install CCP puppet dementia Joe Biden. Uh, we know that they hacked the election. Period. The trusted news initiative, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Google, Twitter, all working in lockstep to censor anybody. That's why I became the most banned doctor in America, because I was treating people for free and I was telling them not to take poison. They banned me from the Internet basically for two years. And so that's what has happened. So we've had over six million people have died since then and nearly six billion have been poisoned. So that's sort of the recap of the big picture of what's going on. This is World War. It's already in progress. People talk about this is going to start World War Three. Well, World War Three started in 2020. We're in the third year of this war right now. It's already ongoing. And the people who don't realize it, uh, you know, they need to wake up. So that's what we're facing. This is why I tell people we have to resist it's PC insanity. We have to resist the PC insanity at all times. PC is the most, it's a communist brainwashing tool. The communists developed political correctness in the 80s to destroy America. They had a multi-decade plan to take down America, and it's working really well, and they're kicking our butt. Uh, we're losing this war big time. Over 6 million are already dead, and nearly 6 billion are poisoned. Zero enemy leaders have been held accountable, you know, what we need to happen is for these people to be held accountable. We need uh, Dr. Death Fauci, Nazi Klaus Schwab, uh, George Soros, Bill Gates of hell, Marxist Mark Zuckerberg, Marxist Mark Milley, Dementia Joe, Big Bro Obama. All these people need to be arrested 
on trial Nuremberg 2.0 as soon as possible because they're responsible and all the other poison pushers for the greatest mass poisoning in U.S. not U.S. history. The greatest mass per- poisoning in world history has already happened, and that's why the mass die-off is in progress right now. I'm predicting over a billion people die this year. The the, the problem is how you track it because. The communists are experts at hiding bodies. They've had a hundred years of practice at how to hide dead bodies. And they've murdered millions of people in the past hundred years. So they're really good experts at how to hide dead bodies. And what they do, you know, Bill Gates has repeatedly said that how to lie with statistics is one of his favorite books. So what we're seeing now is how to, how to lie with COVID statistics. For example, if you get the, the C-19 uh, fake vaccine mRNA shot in your arm, and the, the spike it goes through your body. It makes your body produce the spike protein, which is the bioterror weapon, right? Right. The spike protein is the poison. So the idea of taking a shot to make poison inside your body never made any sense from day one. That's why we told everybody to take it. But so that shot goes in your body. Spike protein starts being produced. The spike protein gives you all the symptoms of COVID. And you get a positive COVID test. You, you start feeling sick, like you have symptoms. Then you go see your doctor. They give you a test. You have a positive COVID test. It's really just a positive spike protein test. And then if you die, they call it a COVID death and not a shot death. So this is just a great example of how, how to lie with COVID statistics 101. The other thing they do is uh, they're, they're cremating a lot of bodies. Uh, they have doctors. You know, if the doctor, poison pushing doctor, gives you the shot and the next day you die and that same doctor fills out your death certificate, no way in the world that they're going to write that the shot they gave you was your cause of death. They're going to, that cause of death that's going to be listed on that death certificate. It's going to be anything but the shot. So they're, they're basically using fake causes of death on death certificates to hide the bodies. And they're calling all the shot deaths, COVID deaths. And that's kind of the brilliance of the evil plan because the COVID-19 Frankenstein virus has the spike protein bioterror weapon in it. And the fake vaccines have this, make your body make the spike protein bioterror weapon, then they can blame all the shot deaths on COVID. And uh, so this is the real conundrum we're in because it's a brilliant evil plan and there it's, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy in action that's being implemented. They planned it for decades and they're doing it. This is part, you know, Dementia Joe always talked about build back better, build back better. But the part he always left off is, First, we have to destroy everything before we build back better. First, we have to destroy America, take down America so we can usher in the one world government, bring in the uh, the, the CCP, the Chinese uh, social credit score system, the central, central digital banking currency system. When you were in that 2020 to 2022, before you left the ER situation, because the, the launch was in 2020. December 2020, and then you're getting that pressure in 2021 to leave, and eventually you do leave. During that time, prior to that happening, this was this something that you felt like you definitely saw? I mean, you said you wrote a song in 2001 about communism, so you were already tuned in to communism is presently active in our country. So you were tuned in. Did your people that worked with you know that you had these worldviews prior to 2020? Is this something you were like known for? Probably in some ways, because I had an infamous encounter with Dick Cheney back in 2005 after the Hurricane Katrina, um, which, you know, this is a family show, so I won't talk about what happened there. But uh, you can you can look on YouTube and find uh, look up Dick Cheney and Ben Marble. You'll find it pretty quickly. But uh, because of that, I was actually a liberal hero of what happened when I ran into Dick Cheney. I was considered a liberal liberal hero. 
And uh, all these crazy things happened to me. I, I had a 15 minutes of fame moment. Um, what happened was um, Spike Lee tracked me down after my 15 minutes of fame moment and put me into his documentaries. I was in a film he did. Uh, Brad Pitt and Sean Penn were in it. Um, HBO Comedy Relief flew me to Las Vegas and gave me front row seats to the HBO Comedy Relief for Katrina victims. And I met like every famous comedian in the world, Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg and Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and all the famous comedians. And so I had all these crazy things that happened to me after that. But uh, basically, you know, I was on The Daily Show. I was on all these liberal talk shows. I was on Chris Matthews Hardball because they, you know, they assumed I was a liberal and they, because of what happened with Cheney, they basically made me a, a liberal hero somewhat, which I thought was kind of ironic because now uh, 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 treating patients for free, which is basically myfreedoctor.com is the universal single payer socialist system. <laughs> Think about yeah. that, which they've been, they've been wanting for 20 years. Well, I, I did that. And then I tell people not to take poison. And suddenly I'm a right wing extremist, which I think is comical. Interesting. Okay, so here we are coming near our break, and I we definitely are going to have to take this up after the break. I want everybody to know that um, I you know I've been following him for since I heard about my free doctor. We'll tell you more after the break about how, but I actually got to meet him in person um, just last month in March at the COVID litigation summit that was going on in Atlanta, Georgia. It has a it was a unique gathering of trial lawyers that were advancing COVID nineteen related litigation causes. And the conference offered networking opportunities and panel discussions led by attorneys engaged in COVID litigation. There are going to be videos and presentations from the panelists that were there. They're going to make a digital legal library that's going to be provided to the public somewhere around April 20. So I'm just going to, before the break, let you all know, look up vacsafety.org, V-A-C-S-A-F-E-T-Y.org for more information. Everyone literally needs to see, uh, watch all those videos. Um, I would say that I felt like I was at a 1776 convention to some degree, but it was a 2023 convention and the plans that are coming, he and I will talk about after the break. So in just a moment, we'll be right back. It's time and World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. 
Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com It's time and this is why. 
Welcome back to Nurses Out Loud. I'm here today with founder of MyFreeDoctor.com, Dr. Ben Marble. In just a moment, we'll pick up where we left off. Be sure to check out our sponsors as well in the banner bar, the Genesis Fogger, Cofix Nasal Spray, which are very important things that we're talking about as nurses to make sure our patients know about. Our shows go to podcast two days after they are live here on iHeartRadio. You can listen anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Please rate our show and leave a comment. But going back to Dr. Ben Marble, I want to make sure you all know that we don't leave this unaddressed is that, yes, he did found this in 2020 in response to COVID. It is a non-denominational faith-based organization with a mission to heal the sick by providing free, dependable health care to those in need. And more than 200 years of collective medical experience are represented in the physicians that they have there. They have 12 active doctors on the platform with more that are ready to join their platform. And they were the first telemedicine organization to provide free treatment in all 50 states. They've treated over 300,000 patients and 150,000 of those were COVID patients treated by my free doctor with 99% survival rate. So that's a huge thing to say. And they're 100% donation funded. So please donate. The link will be in my bio and donate and give the gift of health care for free to somebody who cannot afford, because if you cannot afford health care, you can, you can still get help through myfreedoctor.com. So we'll pick back up where we left off. And one of the things that I wanted to make sure to ask you was when you were talking about your bout with COVID, you had told me that you kind of malingered there for a couple of weeks and were really struggling. And the first thing that stood out to me was as a nurse that teaches people how to make sure that you are doing the right thing for your COVID when you get it. One of the things I make sure people do is the iodine nasal spray and gargle. And for the people who are listening to America Out Loud, you can get the Cofix purchased through America Out Loud, or I'll leave a link also for Immune Mist as well. But it wasn't really known at the time you got sick with COVID and the time I got sick with COVID, even though there was a company by the name of Halodyne that I think started it in March of 2020. They started it, but they made claims that iodine actually effectively kills COVID, which is an accurate claim, but the FDA took them out. And so other companies had to come in behind and not make those kind of claims. They had to come in with other things going on. So I'm assuming you did not use iodine nasal sprays to stop that replication. No, I did not use the iodine nasal spray. That wasn't really a, uh, and you know, in hindsight, I should have. Uh, strangely enough, I was taking oral iodine. I did take oral iodine because I knew iodine had had good, uh, you know, antiviral properties. So I thought I would take some oral iodine. Uh, but uh, the nasal spray makes more sense targeting at the site of entry. Right. Uh, so in hindsight, I should have done that. Okay. And so here's the other thing I want to make sure everybody knows as well. This is not a political or pharma-based organization, My Free Doctor. It is for health and well-being at the center of its services. Payment is not required and they're HIPAA compliant. So I just want to make sure I leave that with you. So as an ER doctor, how were you aware of what NIH was actually doing upstairs in the COVID unit? And and what what were y'all being told that made this happen, that even doctors would even um, end up in a situation where they don't know what to um, prescribe or did they know they could prescribe or were you told not to? Well, you certainly uh, Fauci and CDC and NIH told everybody not to prescribe anything until after the patient's in the hospital. So no treatment after until after hospitalization never made any sense at all. Because as I said earlier, you know, you always treat everything as early as possible. But I you know, as an ER doctor, I saw this as a mass casualty event. I thought, okay, this is going to be a global pandemic. This is going to be like a mass casualty scenario. 
And when you have a mass casualty type event, you just worry about trying to help as many people as you can. You don't worry about money and all that. You just worry about trying to save lives. And so that's what's kind of, I saw this as a mass casualty scenario. And meanwhile, I'm finding out and realizing that all over the country, these doctors are just abandoning these patients and they had nobody to turn to. So uh, that's why why I just decided, okay, I'm just going to treat people for free and just give people an option, you know, to give people hope, to give people a way to find somebody who can actually help treat them, talk to them, get some medical advice, certainly recommend the over-the-counter things, the few prescriptions we would prescribe as well. Um, it was, you know, an idea to, to, to save as many lives as possible because it seemed to me that everything Fauci and them did was to maximize death. Everything they did. So how much did you know about ivermectin prior to that? Didn't you say you had some parasitology? I, I did. And uh, I started prescribing ivermectin, I think it was August of 2020, pretty early, um, because I'd heard some good uh, feedback on it uh, from a few other doctors. And uh, so I started prescribing it. And what I noticed really quickly is the people that got ivermectin got better even quicker than the ones just on the hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin and zinc. But this is where I would say, you know, the people, if, if you're a patient, to your listeners, if you're a patient and your doctor abandoned you when you were sick with COVID and offered you no treatment, that's malpractice. You need to sue that doctor. And this COVID litigation conference we went to recently in Georgia, um, I don't know if you remember, then what did they do? They basically left me in a room. You're not allowed any visitors. Uh, nobody can come see you. They never checked on me. They never, they didn't bring me food or water. And, uh, so they basically just left me alone by myself. And by the next day I was like, I'm getting out of here. No matter what they say, I'm leaving, uh, before something bad happens. So the next morning I just left, but I've heard these horror stories from all over and we've had cases of, of, of people going back and trying to get their chart and they, one of the big things they're doing uh, with the vaccine injured is they're never documenting the fact that the patient you know, comes in with a stroke or a heart problem or whatever, and they're leaving the fact that they were vaccinated off the chart. So they're intentionally hiding all the vaccine injuries. They're, they're not documenting the fact that the patient uh, took the shot even, and they're leaving it off the chart. When we know this, these shots are causing harm all over, you know, myocarditis, strokes, heart attacks, clots all over the body, DVTs, uh, uh, all sorts of turbo cancers and people who took the shots. And then, of you know, uh, the, 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 one of the long-term complications, vaccine-induced AIDS, basically, where they're getting all their immune systems so damaged from these fake vaccine poison that they're getting reactivation of like uh, shingles and Epstein-Barr and, and you got adults suddenly, you know, 50-year-old adult coming down with RSV. That doesn't normally happen, but what's happening now is because these people took these poisons that messed up their immune system. They're getting all these weird infections. Now, you know, Nobel prize winner, Luke Montagne, he said he's deceased now, but he said that a hundred percent of people who took one shot would be dead in three years. Now, hopefully he's wrong because, you know, they've given these shots to almost 6 billion people. But if you don't understand what this is for, this is the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, Intentional Call of the Human Herd. And what I tell people is this. I think these are literally lethal injections, is what I honestly believe. I think these COVID vaccines were designed to be lethal injections. But we can design a lethal injection that kills you in seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, or years. If it kills you in seconds, minutes, or hours, everybody knows it's a lethal injection. 
But if it takes months or years to kill you, then they can blame your death on anything else. Well, let's address that for a moment. Okay, so you know that there's a great need right now of people that have long haul COVID that were not the the people who were abandoned, who didn't know about My Free Doctor, didn't have access to Nurse Michelle and all the other people out there trying to fight for them. They are suffering now with long haul. But we also have um, people who are vaccine injured, COVID vaccine. Yes. So that brings us to the point of the products that are out there. So as nurses out loud, we're trying to make sure people are aware there are if you've gotten a COVID vaccine, whether you think you're injured or not, you probably need to go ahead and get on some kind of detox protocol. So what would you like to tell us? Certainly, absolutely. Like, for example, one of the good uh, detox protocols, Z Detox, is uh, Dr. Zlinko's uh, detox uh, vitamin. And uh, it has N-acetylcysteine, zinc, EGCG, vitamin D3, and vitamin C. Um, that's a great, excellent product uh, to uh, the N-acetylcysteine, real important, as are the other other ingredients. And I would say to anybody, whether you had COVID and, and what's the commonality, what's causing the long-haul symptoms, what's causing the vaccine injury symptoms, it's the spike protein. And the spike protein in the COVID virus can cause long-haul. Uh, the, the good news for people with long-haul is as long as you're not taking any of the vaccines, uh, eventually your body will clear that that dose of spike protein that you got from the COVID virus. It may take six months. It may take a year or so. But eventually, as long as you're not taking any shots, your body will eventually clear it out. Uh, and these products will help. Now, so that's the, the people who had the, the virus is one form of poisoning of the spike protein, like a spikeopathy. The spike is the protein. So once you understand that the spike protein is the 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 poison that's causing the damage, then you understand why the people who had the virus get some of them get long haul, but it's not quite as bad. Now the people with the vaccine, the problem with the people with the vaccine is they're also getting poisoned from the spike protein, but their body keeps making it apparently forever indefinitely, seemingly. I mean, we've checked people that year year and a half later, their body's still making the spike protein. So the shot, the gene therapy, gene editing poison shot, basically flipped an on switch in their body to turn on the production of spike protein inside their body. So long-term, we need a true cure. A true cure for the vax injured, for the people who took these fake vaccines, will be finding a way to turn that switch off, to shut off the production of the poison inside your body. Now, as far as I know, that true cure doesn't exist yet, but there are, you know, we got to give people hope. Uh, Three out of four people around the planet have been poisoned uh, with the spike protein, and so... We do know things that help. Ivermectin helps. It it binds the spike protein. So I tell everybody that's taking the shot, the first thing, step one, you got to stop taking the shot. That's step one. Don't take any more. Uh, step two, find a doctor, a real doctor, not a fake doctor poison pusher. We have plenty of real doctors at myfreedoctor.com. Uh, find a real doctor who understands that your problem is from the shot and that you're, shot, you're a vaccine injured patient. And so that doctor will have, you know, for example, simplest example, Governor Ron DeSantis. Okay, I love Ron DeSantis. He's done a great job. But his wife took the fake vaccine poison. Then she got breast cancer. Okay, so if the doctors treating her don't understand that her breast cancer is probably caused by this fake vaccine poison, they're never going to treat her properly, and she may have a bad outcome. So I would appeal to them, hey, you're shot injured, you're vax injured, you got breast cancer from probably from the shot. Uh, find a real doctor and help us stop these shots in Florida as soon as possible. Uh, 
So the things that the doctors can prescribe that help, uh, ivermectin's one. Uh, another one we're seeing with uh, is uh, low-dose naltrexone is also showing some, some benefit. Uh, methylene blue is another one. Some people are taking phenofibrate. Certainly, uh, the big thing you worry about with the people who took the, the vaccine uh, is clot formation. So you, anti-clotting things that help against clots. Aspirin is a simpler one. Uh, the natokinase, lumbrokinase, therapeptase, those help to break down the clots somewhat. Certainly over-the-counter zinc. Um, vitamin D okay. also very, 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 very important. You want your vitamin D. We used to say 50, but you really probably want your vitamin D level over 100 now at this point. There's a multiple different things that doctors can do and individualize for each patient that's uh, either got, whether you got long haul or whether you've got a vaccine injury or whatever. You know, the other big uh, legal thing that the lawyers were harping on uh, at the event was uh, lack of informed consent. Uh, apparently, they, they seem to think that that's one of the better legal strategies. And pretty much nobody had informed consent anywhere on these shots. We still don't even know what the c complete ingredient list is. So if you don't know all the ingredients, how can you have informed consent? The answer is you cannot. So there's been zero informed consent on these shots. Most people just thought they were normal vaccines. They didn't know that this was experimental new gene therapy that had never been used in humans before. Um, so there was no informed consent for anybody, period, anywhere in the world. Uh, so that, you know, if you had the COVID vaccine, even if you have not had a bad outcome, you could still sue based on lack of informed consent. Just because of the fact you have to worry now, maybe for the rest of your life, are you going to have a bad outcome? So that fear alone uh, is grounds for you to, to sue these evil people that propagated this madness on the world. Wonderful point to make sure people do hear that. We want you to also be aware of your own personal responsibility to make these things known in your community. Don't assume that because you hear this on America Out Loud Talk Radio that your neighbors know this. Assume that they feel alone. I feel that they're suffering alone and you are the only source of information for them. Get information to them. We've got to share content when you hear doctors like this speak. When you um, hear anything that you know is valid and helpful, you, we've got to share it, whether it be email, text, or on social media. It's our job individually to do that. Now, something you brought up about the vaccine, I want to just question you about, because now we've got everyone that is clearly anti the COVID vaccine that's on our side, that we, we, we feel very negatively about the COVID vaccine for reasons that we have legitimate cause. But it brings into question someone like myself. I've been in the federal vaccine court for um, seven years fighting for my daughter's uh, chickenpox injury. So my first show on America Out Loud, I decided was going to be 20 vaccine questions for medical professionals, because over the seven years that I've been doing this, I have been polling medical professionals to see what they knew about the children's vaccine program. And never, ever, ever was there ever a medical professional that knew any of the answers. So now that this has happened, is were you pro all the children's vaccines before? Have you been changed? Are you looking at it differently? Um, I was pro most of them, certainly before. And I had taken every vaccine that they told me I had to take to go to medical school and all that uh, myself. Um, now, when I did my family practice residency, which was 90, 1997 to 2000, certainly we did all sorts of vaccine stuff then. But then when I started working in the ER, we, you know, ERs don't give vaccines other than a tetanus shot. So for 20 years, I was out of the loop on the whole vaccine debate. Um, that said, I'm 
full anti-vaxxer at this point. I'm not taking another vaccine as long as I live. And I would tell everybody else, don't give your kids vaccines. Don't anybody take any vaccines. And the simple reason is this. The people who make them are trying to kill you. Why would you take any of their poisons at this point? Um, until these people are arrested and held accountable, Nuremberg 2.0, uh, we can visit the, we can revisit the vaccine discussion after they're all arrested and put in jail or executed or whatever we decide to do with them. Um, then we can have that debate, which vaccines may be worth taking, which ones are not. Certainly, I'm going to say a hard no on the chicken pox vaccine. I'm going to say a hard no on the HPV vaccine. Uh, I, I'm going to say a hard no uh, on the MMRs, a maybe, DPT, a maybe. Any vaccine that has mRNA or DNA, they're just all straight up poison. The mRNA shots are poison. So, and that's the problem. They're trying to put the mRNA into the flu vaccine now. So it's a hard no on the flu vaccine. The only one I may be a maybe on is a tetanus shot. Okay. So a recent tetanus need came up for a grandchild of mine. And the, the family asked the question of the ER doctor. And the doctor was trying to talk to Nurse Michelle on the phone to say, well, Nurse Michelle, apparently you need some education. So let me educate you. So I asked him, I said, you just told the family that they needed a tetanus shot. Did you not? And he said, yes. I said, did you tell them also that it only comes with diphtheria and tetanus as well? Because apparently it's no longer available to just get a tetanus shot. And he had failed to properly inform them. uh, So all they had was the DTP, not the TD. Wow. They only had the TD. That's all they had in the. Yeah, that's all they had to offer. So it was just little things like that. So what I really love hearing what he says. And, you know, if you're listening to him, you may think, oh, my goodness, this is a radical anti-vaxxer doctor and a radical anti-vaxxer nurse. Here's the reality. You can go to the post that Michelle published called 20 Vaccine Questions for Medical Professionals. There's just questions on there for you. You're not allowed to Google the answers if you think we're anti-vaxxers. You are to know the answers off the top of your head because you feel superior and we want to see how well you do on those questions. And, and then you can listen to the post that is the 20 vaccine answers for you, where you will find out what you do not know. So until you are properly informed yourself about the ingredients, most parents even only know more about the, vac- the car seat they bought for their children than they do what's being injected into each one of their children's um, vaccines. So it's important that well, we you- change the game. We become better informed people. Oh, absolutely. Certainly, you know, when you and I were children, there were you know, a few vaccines, but they're like five times more now. I think it's up to 80 shots now you get before you're 18. It's nuts. It's complete right. insanity. It's mad science. And it looks like they cause way more harm than good they do. So I'm just going to say, yeah, I have my first grandson now. And I told my daughter, he's a year and a half old. I'm like, don't come any of them. Just don't. Uh, now, I don't control what they decided to do or not. But certainly the, the giving hepatitis vaccine to a young baby, that makes no sense at all. No, and we, we review uh, this as a retired labor and delivery nurse. We check our pregnant women for hepatitis B. If they're not sleeping with men who sleep with men, if they are not yeah. using IV drugs, if they have no high risk factors and they have already been tested and it's negative, we already know yeah. the baby's guaranteed probably to be negative, but we can also test the baby to see if it's positive. And the only people who need to be treated for the hepatitis B are people who test positive and it's just not common. It makes no sense at all. So people just don't realize that that's a reality. Okay, so something else about my free doctor, I want to make sure you get a chance to get in there. Is am I understanding? Yes, uh, eight of our doctors were nominated. This it was surprised to me. I think it was back in May or June of twenty one. Um, somebody in France nominated like a hundred different, mostly doctors. There were a couple of lawyers on it as well, and I think it was eight of the doctors on my free doctor made the 
nomination list. The interesting thing about it was Nobel Committee, they do not announce the anybody that was nominated for like 50 years, but they do have a loophole that whoever did the nominating is allowed to notify the people that they nominated. It was some group in France that nominated us and notified us. They let us know that, hey, we nominated you guys. So that was kind of neat. But I would say that was sort of the blessing and the miracle of uh, of what happened. I had a dream about Jesus and it changed my life forever. Yeah. I want everyone who's thinking about that. Anything that you might have heard that you think, oh, this sounds a little far out there. This is maybe a little too far out there for me. I want you to remember something. All of the doctors who did what they did during 2020 to 2023, these are medical professionals who lost and did something for humanity. A humanitarian effort was made. Money was lost. Income was lost. And things, acts of service were done for the American people at no gain for them. Okay, so we're talking about an organization, MyFreeDoctor.com, that was not created for gain. It was created for humanitarian purposes. Everyone that you know that you might think is a little radical on this side, including Nurse Michelle, let's just say. We worked for free to make sure people could get access to care or be educated. And from in my side, it was just teaching people that how to be a nurse, how to be a doctor, because you were left to be one by yourself until we had people like Dr. Marvel here. So take that into account as you put us, as you want to weigh us in and see what you think about it. There is nothing to gain except trying to do the best they could for humankind. And it's no surprise that these eight doctors um, were nominated and Dr. Marvel being one of them. So I think that's wonderful. I want to ask you before we go, what would be something you would like to leave with everyone? You know, we're trying to save as many lives as we can. So that's why I just tell everybody, you know, if you need uh, a a real doctor that's not a poison pusher, go to myfreedoctor.com and we'll help you out. Yes. Okay. He also, he brings up the fact that we can go to myfreedoctor.com. He brought up Dr. Zelenko's products, uh, Z Detox that can be used. Also TWC Health, I'll leave a link for that. They have a product called Spike Recovery. There is the the Root Cause Company that I can leave a link for too, has something called Clean Slate uh, created by Dr. Christina Rahm. So there, and there's others that are coming out that we're just hearing about that as we hear about them, the nurses are going to make that known to everyone so that you can decide for yourself which one looks like the best. Talk to the doctors when you get a consult with the My Free Doctor or with TWC, and you can get access to help through doctors who, first of all, validate that there's a reason why you're actually having a medical problem. They validate you and you can get the help that you need. There is help. There is hope. These doctors are out there to help us. And it's very simple. They have four steps to become a patient on My Free Doctor. You just go onto their website at myfreedoctor.com. You register, you complete an intake in form, you're assigned a doctor, and then you receive professional care. It's really as easy as that. So anyone can do that. And he is also encouraging the importance of getting that medical data from your hospital. So if you've had a loved one die from COVID, then you need to go to that hospital and say that you want a release of records on every one of every one of the records, whether it be scans, imaging, lab reports, doctor's notes, you want 100% of it. It can cost you sometimes as much as $50 to get the whole record, whatever it costs, pay the cost, get it. If they ask you for a reason for why you're doing it, it's none of their business, first of all. But second of all, you can just write for continuing care. You have to choose an option. And that would mean because this dead person has descendants and we want to just know what happened to grandpa, grandma, mom, or dad in the hospital so that it doesn't happen to anybody else. And in those documents, you will find 
the truth of what was administered, what was administered too much. If somebody was denied access to a loved one to advocate for the loved one, it's all going to be documented there because nurses are supposed to document when patients are being pesty about wanting loved one to come and be with them. And the nurse is probably going to be documenting um, according to policy, we cannot have loved ones in the hospital. So we informed the patient that uh, advocacy was denied. So there's a lot of evidence in there. You have a loss. If you had someone who died in the hospital, you have a lawsuit. If you were denied medical care, you have a you have a lawsuit. And we're going to make sure you know where you can get help to find lawyers who are going to uh, do that. So you study from Harvard show that uh, we know these gene editing shots damage your DNA. Fasting also helps to reboot, reboot your immune system. Plus, if you're overweight, it helps you to get your weight down to a healthier level. Uh, we know that the greatest mass poisoning of all time already happened and the mass die off is in progress. We won't save everybody. So if you pray fast and if we, we at least save your soul, then at least we've helped you out in some way. That is beautiful. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for coming on today, Dr. Marble. We're thankful for everything you did. We're thankful for the organization and we want to make sure everyone checks it out. And if you can donate, please donate. Remember, we are in a war for truth. And the truth is, Doctors like Ben Marble have been out there fighting for us, making affordable, free medical care available to the people since March of 2020. The powers that be have censored maverick doctors like Dr. Marble. It's up to each of us to get the word out. Share this content and let people in your community know that there is help and hope available to them. Stay tuned to Nurses Out Loud. Share our podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and email. Daily, Nurses Out Loud will be bringing you empowering topics and help. We are in this together. I'll leave you with the Bible verse, John 3, 1 and 8, found on MyFreeDoctor.com. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you. Until next Thursday. Same time, same place, AmericaOutloud.com, uncensored news for you. It's time.